Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is your NXT No Mercy and AEW Wrestle Dream recap show. I am your host tonight, uh, the man behind. I was still going to say Twitter because I hate saying X. <laughs> my name is Scott, and with me, as always, is my WWE tag team partner, the man in black himself, Ethan. How are you tonight, my friend? Tired. <laughs> yes, I completely understand that. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, and I'll, I, I am legit tired, but it was, I mean, it's Monday, you know how it is, or sure. Tuesday, so it's going up, but uh, the odds of the wrestling was so great this weekend. Uh, hey, NXT what? was fun. Wrestle Dream Spoiler, I have six matches for Ethan picks, so nice. that's almost half the card, so that's not too bad. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Sunday was a little rough. <laughs> That was a we'll kind of get into it a little bit. I watched, I think, eleven hours. No, no, ten hours of AEW wrestling because I didn't watch anything the whole week. Um, I've been kind of like trying to do some other things because I've been dedicating my evenings to wrestling for the last like six years. I'm a little tired, so I take a break from it. So I sped watched everything on Saturday, got completely caught up, and then watched the entire pay per view and live tweeted it as well. So it's like. It was a full day of wrestling. It was nuts. I think I watched maybe an hour and a half of football. Most of that was the watching the Patriots get demolished. So I was like, well, <laughs> I'm already depressed. So let's go into this pay-per-view and hopefully this will cheer me up. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> it did. So hey, it was a good it was good. But uh... we'll kick we'll kick things right off with NXT No Mercy. Um, first off, I, I, I whoever came up with the intro for this deserves a raise. I loved it. They brought it right back to the video game back in the day. And I'm just like, this is absolutely outstanding. I love that they took every major match and uh, gave them their own characters. It looked exactly like it did back in the game. It was just, yeah, I loved it. It automatically set me into a fantastic mood because I played the absolute shit out of that game with my friends. I loved it so much. Oh, that was so bet best easily. Yeah. So we kicked things off where we had we had an, another pre uh, or a kickoff sh- match, which uh, WWE had, hadn't done for like, I don't know, two years. And then all of a sudden, the last two premium live events, they've had a, a pre-show. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Why are you having matches, guys? Don't do this to me. <laughs> but we That's had we, we had Blair Davenport take on and defeat Kalani Jordan. Uh, obviously, before the releases, uh, uh, Kalani Jordan was with Dana Brooke. Um, and they were going after, um, they were fighting with Blair at some point. And obviously, Data lo- no longer being there, this, for me at least, seemed like the way for her to close out that chapter and just move on. But after the match, we had Gigi Dolan come out and immediately attack Blair to continue their little feud that they're having now. So I thought the match was okay. Uh, Ethan, what'd you give this one? Five out of 10. It was a fun, pr- the fans loved Connie uh, Jordan. I mean, it was like supper time there, so <laughs> they got they they got an early show for me. Unfortunately for me, it's gone. It was like late at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, it was fun little pre-show match, like harm five out of ten. It was, but Jordan was pretty impressive though. I, she's got a bright future, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what what she does going forward. I, I'm I'm obviously sad that Dana's not there. I know, you know I'm in the minority here because a lot of people for some ungodly reason hate everything that Dana Brooke does. So. We'll see what she does going forward, but I have I have good hopes for her. Uh, but then we started off the main show, 
And uh, this first match had no business being as good as it was. No. Coming, in, coming in at nine minutes and 33 seconds, with, but it felt like it was like 20 minutes. It was crazy. Baron Corbin defeating Braun Breaker with a little help from Mr. Stone. And I I actually really enjoyed this for, for a couple reasons. Because A, obviously it gets my boy Corbin over. And B, it continues the storyline with Braun and with Vaughn. Uh, obviously, you know, for those of you who were watching, Braun had uh, taken the steel steps and literally smashed it on Vaughn's head, cracking his skull, I believe, again. And he's still out of action. And we hadn't seen Mr. Stone since. So him coming in towards the end, getting getting involved, causing Braun to lose. I love the fact that the end of days is still undefeated in in uh, NXT. I hope to God that goes on forever because <laughs> I, I just love that finishing move so much. Um, but yeah. I really enjoyed this. Uh, spoiler alert: This was actually the only match on the entire card that I got wrong, and I'm mad at myself because I should—I almost picked Corbin just to be against the grain for everybody else. But no, I went against my my own thought. I pulled the U with Ozzy open. <laughs> should have picked him. Didn't happen. So goddamn it. But it is. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> I can I can bug you about that one. <laughs> but like I said, Corbin had no. Uh, this match had no. Right to be this fucking yeah. And by the way, Corbin came out as Ghost Rider. That yes. was actually kind of... exactly. Yeah, he's he's uh doing his uh, his best um badass uh American badass taker, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, I I kind of hope that sticks. I hope that's his 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 new entrance because you know I I do love the the lone wolf entrance that he has, but throw him on a bike. All right, I have no problem with that. So would you get this song Yes. This match is seven out of ten. Nice, nice. Yeah, like, like we said, this one did not have to be this good, but it was so good. Right, right. I and joked just... with this. Uh, sorry, Scott, I'm gonna cut you Ooh. off. Uh, I remember. I think I texted his probably. I was like, I'm surprised this didn't have a stipulation. Honestly, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd expect like, with, especially with how physical they've been, like, especially on the NXT before this, that this would have like a, I don't know, like an Extreme Rules or. A no DQ or something like to they could just absolutely destroy each other, which they kind of did anyways during this match. I believe, if I remember correctly, they fought into the crowd, and yep. for a good like, that's probably why this seemed like more than twenty minutes because it probably was. This is only the official nine thirty three. This match did go on for quite longer because they fought in the crowd and all around the ringside area for about like at least five. Yeah, at least yeah. So. All right, so that's why. So my brain wasn't playing tricks on me. It literally was just because the, all the other stuff that was happening before this match actually started. Spoiler, this is one of two matches I got wrong. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. You're still in the lead for now. We'll talk about who gets the actual point at the end. Um, but you want to start off things hot. We kept things going with the North American Championship match. Let's go. Rick, Rick Williams. Man, this this man has come into his own as of late. His theme Whoa, song, that is, trick. exactly. His theme, that trick. <laughs> his theme song is outstanding. I love the extra tidbits with Booker T also during this entrance. It just I don't know. It just made it so much more legit. It was great. But Trick Williams able to defeat Dominic Mysterio to capture the NXT North American Championship, the first blunder in the Judgment Day in quite some time. Dom, uh, Dirty Dom no longer has uh, a title. Kind of makes you wonder if he's done with NXT now. 
uh, I would be, you know, I would be all right with that. Let him focus on, on main event stuff, but I'm so happy for trick. I really truly am. And I I have to, I have to say this as well. And this kind of makes me both sad and kind of amused at the same time. But once again, thanks to something happening to Mustafa Ali, somebody else wins a title due to that something that happens to him. Like you had Kofi, yeah, you had Kofi Mania happen because he got hurt in in uh, before Elimination Chamber, and yep. then unfortunately he gets released. Which apparently Shawn Michaels found out like right before uh, Mustafa did. So, because I think because he's on a main event, he was on a a main roster contract and not an NXT contract. So, I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure Michaels would have kept him if he was still on an NXT contract. But things work out as the way they did. Trick ran with this ball, and he is still running. This man now is NXT champ or NXT North American champ. And God bless. I'm looking forward to see what happens with his title run. I think, I think it's going to be a good one. Oh God, yeah. You know your theme song works when you got Booker T going. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like what Billy Gunn's Mr. Ash theme song gets examined by a professor. <laughs> but the only reason why I picked Dominic to win was because like to keep the whole story of Judgment Day running the place. Right, exactly. If I remember correctly, I think I was the only one that picked Trick Williams. You were, yep. Everybody, you were this, this this match, and I will, I'll I'll do the spoiler. This match effectively gave me the win. So Pretty much, now, yeah. Your boy now has three points. I'm tied now with Sam and Zach. We'll talk about John a little bit too at the end of this, um, but we'll move on to our next match. It was the Fatal Four Way for the Tag Team Championships. It was the family taking on. OTM or out the mud uh, versus the Creed brothers and versus Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo and the family retains their titles, but not without some injury possibly to uh, Tony D'Angelo. He was trying to, I think he was trying to pick up uh, both members or Angel and Umberto and, and his knee buckled. They actually took him out of the ring and walked him to the back and I'm like, Oh God, this poor man, he just came back from injury and now he's injured again. This is horrible. He pulled Stacks, out boobs. Right. Stacks did everything he possibly could uh, to keep this going. And then Tony with his triumphant return and then the family end up retaining their titles. I thought this was a fun match. It was nice to see uh, some new blood in there with OTM um, and Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo uh, kind of, re-energizing their careers uh i've always liked them as a tag team uh so it's nice that you know again more main roster stuff bringing brought to nxt to help refine things and keep things going i like that obviously i'm a big fan of the three brothers as well um so it's nice to obviously see them in the mix but i'm very happy that the family continues to hold on to those titles this match and the other match both get six out of ten by the way uh this was like you said fun i like um Brutus is just a fucking beast, man. I like the Brutus bomb on the po- cannonball. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, what do you told me about? I was like, no, <laughs> I can't lose this one. I already went two <laughs> matches back to back. I can't go zero and three. I know or one and three. But um, well, honestly, like I, I thought if thought if it wasn't gonna be um the failure, I was actually kind of hoping it was gonna be like Angel and Humberto, or right. as as if people joke the Mexican Wolves because 
with the yeah, American Wolf. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, honestly, it's too early for Over the Mud, but I can see them with uh, them in the future. But I like the GTA graphics. Yes. Yes, it's like it's like San, it's straight out of San Andreas. It's great, um, and actually, tr- scripts fits really well with these two. They do. So it yeah. works so well. I'm like, great. I'm like, he found a niche. This is perfect for him. Let him go. So, if, yeah, I, I see. I see some big things out of OTM as long as they can hold on to, um, their momentum that they've been gaining. I mean, yeah, they lost this match, but that's fine. Let them keep running. I think things. I, yeah, they're definitely gonna be a force later on. Probably maybe maybe next year, I'd say. They probably would be back in that title picture probably around next year. Oh, God, yeah. If not uh, soon. For the, oh, yeah. For the Creed Brothers, uh, I could see Julius being a world champion next five years. I mean, definitely. I mean, uh, I could definitely. Same with Trank. Yes. Uh, I could probably see. It wouldn't surprise me if all of them at some point get called up to the main roster, especially the Creeds. I think Trick probably still has. Now that he's he's proving himself as a singles competitor, let him do his thing more. Um, because we all know Melo is not going to be in NXT for too much longer. It's just not going to happen. It's just he he needs to be on the main roster to to shine up up there. Let's join the hurt business, everybody. <laughs> Every black wrestler, let's join the hurt business because that's just how this stuff works. Hey, they could fit though. I mean, it's true. I mean, yeah, you have you have trick. I mean, they had the pictures with with them, the Street Profits, Bobby, and so. Hey, I would not be opposed to it, not at all. But everybody makes that joke of like, oh yeah, because they're all black wrestlers. Let's put them all together. <laughs> right? Don't come after us. We didn't blank. I mean, it works this. well together because they all know each other and they all, you know, it's storylines. You guys, let it let it run. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> our next match after that was for the NXT Heritage Cup. It was Noam Dar taking on and defeating Butch two to one to retain his Heritage Cup. These matches to me, I'm still, I like I'm them. Forward. But yeah, like I'm used to like constant wrestling, not like the breaking of like, you know, you have the, the three minute period and then the 20 seconds, stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know. Something just seems to be missing. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm just used to wrestling being the way it, it has been. And this is a little bit different. Like I said, I don't hate it. I enjoy it, but it's just, it doesn't, I miss the flow of a full match type of thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm loving metaphor. Their whole thing is just hilarious to me. And, and they've been doing so well. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad for all four of them. Obviously, no, I'm continuing to hold on to his title or his, his, his cup. Butch, didn't need to win this at all because again no. he doesn't need to be in NXT. I'm glad he was in this tournament, but I didn't think he needed to win. I thought Joe Coffey would have been a better, better choice because Joe's still going to be staying in NXT after this. Yeah. So uh, well, they, they didn't want to do here for his heel, but it's whatever. But I mean, no, 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 that's true. I mean, you are correct. You are correct. But the uh, I don't know this match just seemed right. Uh, even though I gave it six, I don't know. It's probably the weakest on the main out of the main actual show for me. I find there it's just the same. It's like, all right, first round, nothing. Second round, okay, maybe. It's just like, can we change this up a little bit? Like, can right. we actually get a tot or go two straight balls? Not like right. round like one, have, okay, nothing. Like, have somebody get, like, a sneaky pin in, like, the first round, in, like, the first minute. Like, something like that. Like, it gets the guy really off the ball. And it's just, I think that would be pretty cool. But you're right. It's like the first round, there's never anything. Second round, maybe. Third round, definitely. 
fourth round, maybe not the third. And then the fifth normally gets nothing. And then the sixth always gets something normally. It's like, let's just change it. And plus the interference for me, which is way too much. Right. Uh, the, it was just like, uh, it, it took, it's still not the weakest Harris Cup on the States are for me. It's still the one you were at live, the battleground one for me. Yeah. I don't know. They, this just should have been a normal one-on-one match, honestly. Right. Or you know what? Just do three rounds. Yeah. And I found Butch, Butch kept looking at the clock like, Every couple, I'm like, dude, stop that! Like, stop. Right. Yeah. There was I thought that, like, not sucky, but should have been better. It was disappointing. Yeah, too many disconnects. Like, like, like we were saying. Like, yeah, it's just things should have been cleaner, or at least, like, I don't know. It is what it is. But after that, these next two matches, and I know Ethan disappeared for a second. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, dog. I, I, Doggy at the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, the last, these last two matches were absolutely insane. Like, my God, I, I, I. <laughs> the first match obviously was for the NXT Championship. Ilya Dragunov finally achieving his destiny, defeating Carmelo Hayes in probably one of the best matches I've seen in quite some time in NXT. So good. Uh, these two beat the ever living snot out of one another and i'm so happy for Ilya. and for me carmelo has been a fantastic champion but now it's time for this man to move up or after we talk about the women's match i have another thing that i want to i want to run by and see how you feel about it Ooh, I can't uh, wait. but yeah this match was just outstanding what was the what was your ranking on this one 11 out of 10 baby what outside so, Scott, as you know, for everybody who doesn't, new listeners, so I have a list of top map. It was 500, but I had to upgrade to 600. <laughs> don't, it's big. Like, there's so much good wrestling <laughs> here. Like, people, you don't understand how much wrestling this man actually watches. Like, I thought I watched a lot of wrestling per week. No, no, no. I said his, I said these, him and Sam a list, and Scott, you could testify that. I think we did on the, one of the first streams of Dynamite, and you were like, holy Fuck. <laughs> yeah there's so many and, and i mean uh, and that's and that's fantastic and the funny thing of it is most of them new japan stuff yeah <laughs> nothing in, nothing in america so i'm like all right fair enough i'm clearly missing a lot of fantastic wrestling in new japan and, and noah <laughs> and noah i need more time in the day so i can actually sit down and watch some of this stuff but it it is what it is that's that's main reason one of the main reasons why we brought you here ethan because you share the you share the joy I everything new Japan and everything in Japan. Uh, speaking of Japanese wrestling, uh, stay tuned. Uh, not hundred. I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but Sam and Ethan are actually doing a mini series talking about uh, uh, the five of the bigger uh, Japanese wrestling organizations over there. So it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys stay tuned to the YouTube channel because that will be coming out soon. But Ethan. You said 11 out of 10. What were your favorite parts of this match? Oh, these two just being the shit of each other. Junior Haas fight. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Miniature bowl fight. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Um, it, oh, Elia. When So during the contract signing, every time I see what a suit on, like with the goatee, by the way, looks badass. I get mob boss off fives off like a legit one. Yes, absolutely. I'm, gonna, I'm staying on his good side. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
don't want to mess. Like, you don't want to mess with Tony D. Nah, nah, nah. You don't want to mess with Ilya Dragunov. Like this man. Well, I don't want to mess with Tony D either, but, but Ilya is more a little scary. Don't, I don't want to get do elbow, I don't want to get an elbow to the face off the top rope, but oh I I would these two I like this one a little bit more than like I still like the Great American Bash one too. I just like the No Mercy one a tiny bit better. But I mean these two went what 21 minutes, I think it was. 2104, yep. Yeah. Quick 21 minutes. I, I felt like five to be really honest, but yeah, I like one, how um yeah, quick the cutter off the I think it was supposed to be a cutter, like where he like suplexed him and then turned to a cutter yeah, on yeah, the yeah. floor. That was a cool spot. And then um took Ely like try I mean tried everything and then when I get a nitpick for like I think when he hit the H bomb like the second time and when he mm-hmm. kicked out he's going like I'm like, Ilya, stop. Just go, man. Come on. <laughs> stop pitching. I get you're pissed off, but come on. Your screaming's got to have a point. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, God. Yeah, but, I mean, this world. It, it really did. And, you know, long live the czar. So we'll see what happens going forward. Who's going to step up to the plate next to challenge him? Wait, uh, wait. I got a hot take, Scott. You want right. to hear it? All right. Of course I want to hear it. What you all got? Right. All right. All right. His first challenger should be on my piss on people up here. Baron Corbin. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe he did win. That would not surprise me. I would not be opposed to this, obviously, because I you know how much I love Baron Corbin. So I think that, that would be oh my god, that would be duck. <laughs> no, I will die on that hill. I think that's a great idea, sir. No, I think I think so. Oh man. You, you do a lot of shit with that. I, yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I like how it took him off the top rope to do the H bomb. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, I mean, Carmel, six months—that's insane. But I think he's going up to the main roster soon. Absolutely, absolutely. I think he has one final thing he wants to do before then. And like I said, I'll talk about that after we talk yes. about the main event of the show. It was for the NXT Women's Championship. It was the rematch between Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton. Becky Lynch getting the victory. In an extreme rules match that they're truly, hardcore. they're hardcore, <laughs> truly was extreme, and that made me very happy. Tiffany Stratton was literally bleeding within the first five minutes, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, I didn't know Barbies could bleed." <laughs> She's hardcore. She's <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was just nuts, and just like just the hell that they put them each other through. Uh, just man, I mm, I really enjoyed this one too, because I remember I texted you after. Elia and, and Carmelo had their match. I'm like, how are the women going to top this? Yep. They came pretty damn close. Holy yep. shit. It was outstanding. Um, I, I, I'm glad Becky won. I'm also kind of sad that Tiffany lost. Same time. I feel like I feel like Tiffany might also be someone who's quick to jump to the main roster. Wouldn't be opposed to that. Maybe she can start going after Becky on the main roster. I don't know. Um, it kind of makes you wonder, though, who's going to be the one to take the title off of Becky? Probably. Ooh, okay. Stand and deliver. Probably. The bird lady. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean that that's a that's a very good first. I know that obviously Tegan Knox is the next one in line to get a shot, but I'm pretty sure that Becky's going to dispatch of Tegan. But then yeah, Lyra actually sounds like a good idea for stand and deliver. But of course, Sandy delivers in April, so we got a long way to get there. So who knows? Who knows who's going to be before that? Um, but like I said, like I thought this this pay, this premium live event because 
Pay-per-views are on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is a yeah. This was good. I I really I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the part that I wanted to talk about after this, right as the show ended, you see Trick uh, in in the locker room, kind of like staring at his title and just celebrating. And Mello comes in, obviously all distraught because he lost and everything else. Trick's like, you know, it's totally fine. You know, you still went out there and you still banged. You did the thing right. Everything was fine. They hugged and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, it was real quick. Mello stared at the North American title. And then he quickly looked back at Trick. And I'm just like, there it is. Because if you remember, during the contract signing, Mello was talking about all the people that Elia had beaten. And he mentioned Trick's name before catching himself. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Mello clearly believes the trick is below him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. So now will we have him try to go after the A champ again? You never know. The A championship, who knows? Um, I feel like if that's the case, I hope Trick wins and that sends Mello off to the main roster. Uh, I don't want to see these boys fight because I want Trick Mello gang to last forever, but I have a sad feeling that it's probably not going to be. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's that's my final thought. So interesting, interesting things are coming. I'm looking forward to Tuesday uh, to see what's going to happen on, on NXT. Um, but I'll, that's go ahead. I'll, I'll give him a quick. So Tiffany Stratton, I felt bad because she hit the brass knuckles upside down. I did feel bad for. Um, that that's want those wonton bombs, are just fucking beautiful. Holy shit, she's hardcore. She's hardcore. <laughs> um, I like how Becky brought the black bag. And we're like, ooh, thumbtacks. And then they dump those Barbies. It's and Barbies. Like, <laughs> and then she's throwing the Barbies at her. And Tiffany has the, the, the trash can lid using it as a shield. And I'm just like, yeah. I think that I think somebody in the next he's listens to this podcast because I complained so many times about WWE's hard hardcore matches. Yeah. They actually listen. Well, I know, got, right? They Thanks, got barbed wire barbed wire bat. <laughs> A chain, a hammer. That's right. That's right. Tiffany took the barbed wire bat right to the leg. I'm like, ah. Heart, <laughs> she's a she is a hardcore Barbie. Right. Sorry, Mariah May. I know that's your nickname too. Don't don't come after me, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no this 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 was a lot of fun. Ten um, out of ten, by the way. Mm, well deserved. Um, honestly, like for me. I think I enjoyed NXT more than I did AEW. And I'll get into that afterwards. But and I'm not being I'm not being a WWE homer here. I'm just saying, like I I, I think time-wise, having a two and a half hour pay-per-view instead of a five hour pay-per-view. I mean, I know I'm I know I'm pushing 40 here, but I mean that's a long time to watch wrestling. Like before WrestleMania went two nights, watching a full night of wrestling, it was, was literally like seven hours. That was a chore oh God. and a half. That was a work. That's a work day. Exactly. Like I just came from work. Why do I need to walk again? <laughs> no, yeah, it was, uh, it was nuts. But yeah, I don't know. So, something has to be done on Tony's end. I know he wants to put everybody out there, and I get it. It's great to have everybody go out and and, and just go out and wrestle. But oh, we are tired boys by the time this is done. <laughs> All right, I gotta rant for a sec. <laughs> Why the f- TK? I get it. You want to put everyone on the show, 
You don't need 14 fucking matches. I know. Especially why ten I was fine with ten. Yeah. I was fine with ten. And you're like, hold my beer. I'm gonna throw four on the pre-show. I mean, that's whatever, but yeah, like like so honestly, some of those could have been a collision or rampage or dynamite show. Yeah, I didn't I'll honestly I'll probably say which ones should, but Honestly, like a lot of those did not need to be on the show. If I'm being brutally honest, but... no, hundred percent, I agree with you. Like even some of the main card matches, like they did not need to be, they did not need to be here. There was really no reason for Starts it. Starts and Yuta, to be yep. honest with you. Yep, exactly. That could have been on on Dynamite. That could have been that could have been fine. Um, I, honestly, most of the pre-show matches could have been on a, a regular show, like you said. Like our four pre-match or our four zero hour, zero hour uh, and a half. matches. Was let's see, we had Athena, Billy Starks, Keith Lee, and say his name because I will screw it up. Satoshi Kojima. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, defeating Lee Moriarty, Shane Taylor, Diamante, and uh, Mercedes, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Um, it was a sub six minute match. It is what it is. We move on. Kojima Our... didn't elbow anybody in the balls, by the way. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> But our uh, honestly, like the best match of the zero hour was the next match. It was Claudio Castanoli with John Moxie on commentary. We'll talk about that in a second. Taking on and defeating Josh Barnett. Uh, this was just this world. Oh my god! It was just like a gladiator fight without the weapons. I mean, they used their arms and weapons, Blood. but they didn't have. Ah, it was great. Um. I love that Claudio obviously got the win and then uh, Josh Barnett with such like a beautiful like props and like giving Claudio his flowers in the ring afterwards. Um, you could tell like this was real coming from Josh. Yeah. And you is one of those things like you love to see it. It was so much fun. Uh, but let's talk about John Moxley here on commentary. Yes. I've been waiting. <laughs> I need more John Moxley on commentary um, because obviously the hilarious part is this man sweared like he didn't give a shit. Got fined for it. Came back later during some of the other matches for uh, the uh, BCC. BCC. And kept swearing. It even mentioned, well, I already got fined for the pre-show, but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> and then Dallinson did it, and then he's like, put on my tab. <laughs> but I love I love on the pre-show, he's like, we're giving these guys this shit for free. And then <laughs> later on the show, he's like, he, I guess he took his headset off during the day. I was like, well, I'll just talk about him now. And he's like, fuck that guy up. Fuck him up. I'm like, that a boy, Moxley. And Nigel's just like, tap out, Danielson. Tap out. I know. I loved, I absolutely loved how Nigel McGuinness is still so salty at Brian Danielson after all these years. It just, it just adds so much more to it. Like, Nigel's such a fantastic heel commentator and that just made it better but we're jumping we're jumping ahead so the claudio and and barnett match was great uh we had bart let's run this back blood sport yes we had luchasaurus like literally destroyed nick wayne in less than five minutes and then we had billy gum billy gun billy gun and the acclaimed defeating uh tmdk the mighty don't kneel to retain their trios championships. That's a, that's my second favorite on the pre-show. I should just watch those two from the pre-show. Honestly, just really, skip the other. Pretty much, like they weren't bad, but it like what was the Luchasaurus? Like five minutes, less than five. Four fifty-five was the official time for so that squash an ass whooping. It was match, literally. Basically. It was pretty much yeah. It was a glorified squash match. Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. I'll get to Nick Wayne a bit because I 
Right. Because more stuff happened with Mr. Wayne later. Oh, and before that, we move on the main show, Scott. The, so when they did the Inogi, Inoki, um, like, tribute, yeah, the they show Christian Cage in the back staring. Yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. He's gonna, he's gonna do it. He's uh, gonna do it. God, because your father's dead. I was waiting. Hey, he made an uncle joke. I mean, he did. He did. I mean, those were, and those were the grandkids of Anoki too. So that could have been, that could have been something. So how's your grandfather? Ooh. <laughs> All right, on the main show. All right. So, ten matches on this main show. We'll we'll kind of we'll kind of blow through them a little bit. Uh, our first match, which. I kind of knew it was going to happen this way, but yet I'm still sad for them. Uh, MJF defeating the Righteous on his own in a two-on-one handicap match uh, to retain the ROH World Tag Team Championships. Uh, after that, we had... We'll, we'll talk about these in a little bit, but I want to kind of get through all these matches. Uh, we had Eddie Kingston retaining his ROH World Championship and the uh, New Japan Strong Openweight Championship defeating... That's Harry Shibata. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to point to you. I have, some, I have a Japanese name because I do not want to butcher these things. Um, that was a fun match. Uh, we had Chris Statlander still continue to be the one for Julia Hart. Not able to get that W. Uh, Chris Statlander retaining her AEW TBS championship. We had the Young Bucks become the number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Our championships, I can't speak, uh, defeating both the Lucha Brothers, the Guns, and Orange Cassidy and Hook. Uh, after that, we had probably one of the better matches of this night, Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana defeating Hangman Adam Page via pinfall. Fantastic. I know, the, the dance. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, a, a match that both you and I both thought that should have been on uh, a Dynamite or a Rampage or a Collision. Ricky Starks getting the victory over Wheeler Uter. We had Brian Danielson taking on and defeat Zack Sabre Jr. via pinfall, not via submission. So we still don't know who's the actual best technical wrestler. We'll see. We need to run this back, clearly, and make it a submissions-only match. So Ultimate submission match, 30 exactly. minutes. Oh my God, yes, please. And see what happens there. Uh, after that, we had the six man tag matches. It was the Don Callis family taking on and defeating Chris Jericho and the golden elite of Kenny Omega and uh, Kota Ibushi. I could say that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, it was FTR defeating Ozzy Open to retain their AEW World Tag Team Championships. And in our main event, which we'll talk about in a lot more detail after Ethan gives his picks for all the rest of the matches, Christian cage defeating Darby Allen, two matches to one to retain his AEW TNT championship. Officially so, retained. <laughs> yes. Officially retained. Exactly. Um, out of all those other matches, what were, cause I know you said like more almost half the card was an Ethan pick. Yes. Which, which is great. So, out of all the main event ones outside of the main event, which we'll talk about a little later, which ones were your Ethan picks? I'll just give a range for my the whole show. Fuck right. it. So pre-show eight person tag in a Luch George match gets five out of ten. Claudio Josh Burnett seven out of ten. It's not match of the year for me, but still an Ethan pick. I recommend checking that out. Trios Tom match was six out of ten. Main show ring war tag tall match also six out of ten. The double title match was eight out of ten. TBS tall match six out of ten. Fatal four, I don't want match six out of ten. <laughs> 
Swerve and Hangman, Ethan Pick, 9 out of 10. Ricky Starks, Wheeler, 6 out of 10. Daniel Stan and Zack Sabre Jr., 12 out of 10. Don Cass, Family First Gold Lovers, and Jericho, 8 out of 10. World Tie Tall Match, 9 out of 10. And TNT Tall Match, 8 out of 10. So Ethan Picks are the double title match, Swerve and Hangman, Daniel Stan and Zack Sabre Jr., basically just Daniel Stan match below, basically. <laughs> So, ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> Main event. Christian gets his win. Nearly kills Darby. Like, there were moments where it's just like, is Darby actually, like, legitimately dead? Like, what the hell's going on? Um, The, what did he do? Kind of like an overhead, like, body slam. Side yeah. Into the stairs. And did a frog splash off the top rope onto Darby, who was on a stretcher. And just like he tore the ring, uh, uh, Christian tore the ring apart, and just absolute nightmare. Uh, uh, Nick Wayne's mom was there and looked like she, I thought she was gonna seduce, try to seduce Christian at first and then threw water in his face. So I laughed pretty hard at that. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, you have Nick Wayne show up at the end because Christian was gonna use the TNT title, and then it happened. We didn't real. I didn't realize it would be this soon either, but it was one of those things where. I knew it would happen eventually, but Nick Wayne turns on Darby, hits him with the title, allows Christian to get that second pin, and then Sting comes out to try to help Darby after it's like a three-on-one attack because Luchasaurus is out there now too, and they're beating up uh, beating up Sting and beating up Darby. And it looks like they're about to give the concerto to Sting, and then the lights go out, and then we get this feature presentation. It's the Undertaker, not sure. <laughs> right. Um, so I was thinking at my point, I'm like, all right, well, either it's going to be Edge or it's going to be Sammy Callahan because those are two of the pretty much the two big free agents. Uh, but as soon as they start showing like the car and the person getting out of the car, I'm like, this is not Sammy. This clearly is Edge. But when behold, you think you know him. It did change it. Rumor says that the voice is actually Beth Phoenix. And if that's the case, that's even more awesome. I did read that, yeah. Music hits, it's 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 Metalungus, and I'm like, oh my god, Tony paid for the song. Of course he did, because he's Tony Khan, and that's what he does. Adam Copeland has arrived. He's still the rated R superstar. Everything is the same, except the name, which obviously I expected. Um, comes out there, gets into the ring, takes the chair from Christian, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, is he going to come in as a heel? Is that how this yeah. is going to go? Do it. And then I was like, because Sting is still laying dead on the on the chair, and Edge just kind of stands there for a second, and then smashes Nick Wayne, smashes Luchasaurus. I think Christian escapes without getting hit. Christian uh, escapes, yeah. And then it's you have Sting and Darby shaking Adam's hand. It's going to be weird after 25 years of calling him Edge to call him Adam. And of course, now there's like four Adams in AEW, so now when Roddy starts screaming out Adam... There's going to be a whole lot of people who could be like, what? What do you want? So we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this this opens up a whole lot of a whole lot of first time matches now for him. There's there's people now that that Edge gets to work with again. We'll see if there's more matches there. Uh, obviously, now the looming feud between Christian and Ed, uh, Christian and Adam. Sorry. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, last night, I had some thoughts about this and I, I've kind of softened how I felt about it leading through the day because AEW has this thing where they get 
a lot of former WWE talent and they bring them in, they have their moments and then they kind of like wash away. It's very a la WCW. And it makes me nervous because I don't want this to happen because as much as I do enjoy WWE, I don't want them to be the only show in town. You know what I mean? I yes, want yes. there to be good um, competition with young talent that's going to rise and lead lead the whole thing. At this point now, you have a whole bunch of 40, 50, 60-year-old people who are running AEW as like top stars. That worries me a little bit. Yes, they do have their young squad that is coming up, but it's like, I worry how long the nostalgia act is going to last. So I'm all for I'm all for Adam being in AEW. I think he's going to do great things, but I hope it's a short term thing and not a long term thing. Yes, he might be there for years. That's all good and fine, but he doesn't need to be a full time wrestler. He doesn't need to win all the championships. Have him have his fun with Edge uh, with Christian. And then uh, eventually they'll probably turn as a tag team and we might get them versus the Hardys one more time. And you know, it is what it is. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Um, but then after that, just, just make sure you remember that the young kids are the ones that are supposed to lead this company going forward. That's my only thing. I, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie downer because I, I was excited last night. It was the worst kept secret in professional wrestling, but I was still very excited about it. And everybody I've talked to is super excited about it as well. So, I know it's going to be good. I just don't want it to be something that's going to last for years. And then people are going to get bored with the nostalgia act and be like, all right, well, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't want that. Do you understand my concerns or am I just being the old man yelling at a cloud? I mean, you know, what is it? <laughs> no, no, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Well, I mean, I guess at the scrum, I guess he said he's going to be there full time, not yeah. part time. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I could see him do like a title, like just like maybe a token run, maybe. Right. Or do one tag title with Christian. But the match is oh my Joe Omega, the yeah. cash to her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm very excited for what he could do. It's just I don't want it to be the only thing that they kind of push. Like, don't forget the young kids. The yeah, no, I hope they the don't do that. that are doing well. That's that's the big problem that I had with WCW is that they brought all these old WWE F guys over and then it, it, the last hour was literally just them. Hey, at least there's no NWO and AEW. <laughs> Yet. They okay. Do have, yeah. They do have the Bullet Club. So, you know, it is part of it. <laughs> well, not part of it, but it's the same type of thing. Bullet Club was taken from the NWO. So. Yeah. But... Never know. Oh, yeah, I was going to rant about Nick Wayne for a sec. I love how, for weeks, Christian was, like, hitting on his mom and making fun of his dead dad. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to join you in the dinosaur. I'm like, didn't you just get your ass whipped by the dinosaur, like, three hours ago? <laughs> sense into him. Wake up call. Exactly. And then, and then I well, I mean, the turn, like, I'm glad he turned heel because, I mean, with the whole air, I like how Dart forgave Air Fox. He's like, well, fuck you, you broke glass for my head. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think him turning heel is a good thing, but... Now I'm waiting for Wednesday on Dynamite. They're going on if they're on Dynamite to be like, "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> for Christian, I can't wait for that to happen. But uh, no, I'm gonna. Well, and plus Darby's leaving soon anyway because not AEW like to go do the training for climbing. I'm like, yeah, don't put TNT tall on him and then yeah, then have him step away. Yeah, so now this could be the perfect opportunity for you know 
something else can happen because if they really wanted him to go like go away or write him off a of television, he wouldn't have, you know, been standing up at the end of the show. You know, they would have left him laying kind of like in a crumpled bloody mess in the middle of the, you know, the tiles. But that's that's not how it happened. So I if he's gonna go away, I hope that there's some type of segment where either Luchasaurus or Nick Wayne takes him out and he's gone to do his stuff, and then he can come back, have his triumphant return, and then just obliterate everybody because that's what he's gonna do. Remember the good old days when you had to air where they had the high stages and they just throw them off there? There you go, just do that. Pretty much. <laughs> well, speaking of dinosaur, at, at see, look, I'm doing it now. It's gonna take me a while. Don't worry. At, at they're doing a Tuesday Dynamite for some odd strange reason next week. NHL starts on the 11th. For, for okay, that's why. And TBS, so that's why they kick it over to Tuesday. I mean, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, why? And then I keep seeing commercials for, you know, opening night is on the 11th. I'm like, oh, it's a Wednesday. That makes a lot of sense. And they have all the Tuesday NHL night rights, wars, baby. <laughs> right, for one night only. So we'll see. We'll see what what what. Um, NXT does to to counter that because I think they're calling it title Tuesday. So they are, yeah. 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 So we'll we'll see. Should be fun. I'm actually weird out that I thought they were gonna tape it and then do excuse me. And then like air it on Wednesday kind of thing. Yeah. Well, actually speaking so you know how full gears on Saturday this year? Yes. They're taping collision and rampage, I think the same night. That makes so, sense. That makes sense. I'm like, well, how's that gonna work? Like again. Do it before full gear. Like... They'll probably tape it on a Thursday and probably play it instead of Rampage or with Rampage. Maybe make it just a three-hour extravaganza. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm. They said I'm gonna be on every show, so I mean, like I said, he's got the dinosaur on. It's Luchasaurus. I just like call him dinosaur. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, I like you said, worst kept secret. Yeah, I feel like if I do like Sammy Cow, don't get me wrong, but I feel like if he came out the end of that. Um, main event. I think that would have been right. I mean, it honestly wouldn't have made a lot of like logistical sense because he has no ties to Christian. No, where obviously Adam Copeland does, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, I think if Sammy Callahan were to come in, it should be something with Moxley, Switchblade, because bear or Switchblade. I mean, that's true. There's also that we, we can talk about that momentarily. Uh, the end of what was it, this week's dynamite. Um, uh, Jay White was savagely attacked by five people, um, one of which had the MJF mask on, which MJF said that it wasn't him. That uh, wasn't him. No, I mean the body shape looks looks different, obviously, than MJF. I mean, you could say the same thing for Sally uh, for Sammy Callahan because he's a bit of a chunkier boy, so you know, a kid looked kind of smaller, but. People have said, well, they've done they've done placeholders for people in the past, and yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. So who knows? Um, I would love to see Sammy Callahan in uh AW because I loved him when I watched Impact. So he's he's uh, been good and he's got revolver, so I mean just just to have him be as as insane as, as he is, I think that would be fantastic. I'm all ready for thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's go. Right. Bring him in. Bring him in. Come on. But oh, for the uh, and the devil's massing. So Sam sent this. I don't know. If, I think he sent it to you. But did you know? So I think it was a diamond after all in. Like you know when they were showing the clips of yeah. MJF third of a battle royal. Did you notice the devil's mask was behind Cole? You yeah, you are correct. Yeah, Sam did send that to me afterwards, and I was just like, oh my god, this this actually does change everything because obviously I Adam never noticed Cole, that until he said that. Right, because Adam Cole has a, a fractured ankle in three spots. Now he's out for surgery and everything else. If if that's a fake injury, 
this could be one of the best works that they've ever done in wrestling. And to have Adam Cole be the one to take out Jay White so he can have the title match with MJF, just so he can turn on MJF and actually just walk away with the championship. Mark Hen- Paul, Mark Henry, remember with their retirement? That's oh the Mark God. Henry moment. That that was mm, beautiful. <laughs> I, I I like I said, I watched wrestling for decades. And that had me hook, line, and sinker. Like, I was sad because I was a huge Mark Henry fan. I still am to this day. Obviously, I wish he'd do more in, in, in AEW, but obviously, you know, he's not. But that's fine. But I was sad that I thought he was retiring. The salmon suit and everything else. I'm like, this man, look at this. So sharp. He's looking great. And then he attacks John Cena. And I'm just, like, losing my mind. And I'm just I like, did, too. He should have. And I will say this. He should have beaten Cena. He should have had oh, yeah. one time as WWE champion, but they just wouldn't do it. It pisses me off to this day. But that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's another podcast. That's another exactly. That's another. Welcome podcast. to you know what grinds my gears episode yeah, yeah. one, <laughs> right. wrestling edition. <laughs> I was actually talking to Sam about about this very subject, and I I came up with the with the name of uh, ATR No Words Bard, where you can just go out go all out. And just say whatever the hell we want about about things in wrestling. Yes. Stay tuned, folks. That might be a new podcast or it might be a new video series. Who knows? We'll find out. You know what? Pass it for (laughs) you. But but, uh, back to Ring War Tag Talk for a second before we do the points and John and the women's breakout tournament because we forgot to do the NXT portion. That's true. Um, For the Ring War World Tag Talk match, I thought Roger was going to wheel out and then be like, I'll help. Like for Adam Cole, and then right. like basically fucked him over. Uh, for me, I'm gonna honestly say I, I say Kingdom takes the tiles. That it has the story ends with them winning them. Mike Bennett can wiener punch him. I can see it. I can see it. I would not be opposed to that because I am a fan of the Kingdom. Have been since. Excuse me, since we were in ROH the first go around, so it makes sense. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's let's rewind things a little bit we'll talk about uh the points uh obviously well we kind of mentioned the dirty nxt so i was the winner of the nxt no mercy uh picks game so i have now crawled out of the dungeon and i am now tied for second place with three points um but we uh we do have a man down unfortunately uh john the Statman has decided that he wanted to step more into a producer type of role uh and not uh, and no longer give his picks. So he, for now, has officially retired from the championship. Uh, so it is now a four-man race. Uh, right now, Ethan still is in the lead with five points. And now myself, Sam, and Mr. Zach are current champion. Now I'll have three. There are still eight more events for points. So this is not over by any means necessary. So I'm, yeah. So I'm very excited to see where this goes, especially now that I'm not way the hell back everybody else. <laughs> by the way, Wrestle um, Dream was on a picture, guys, by the way. No, yeah. We did not do one for Wrestle Dream. Um, it was just, yeah. It Super was, last minute. Yeah. We, yeah. We're, um, with, with the rumors of AEW going to 12 pay per views per year. Um, we've decided that we're going to stick with the main four or five that they have, kind of like how we do for WWE, which is um, why for like Fastlane, Ethan and I will be back again to talk Fastlane, but that won't count for any points. 
We're just sticking with the main five. We'll do all the uh, the NXT ones because there's only maybe four or five or six throughout the year, so it's something extra to throw in. And in Ring of Honor and where right. they do them. Yeah, exactly. So there's probably another, maybe there's another one or two that might pop up before the end of this year. So, but as of right now, deadline. There's, there's eight. So yeah, deadline was exactly NXT deadline that was announced for December. So that one has been added to the to the list. So that will that was the eighth one. Uh, so we'll see. We could possibly have up to nine or ten more, but that's okay. That's good. More points, the better. Makes things more interesting going into the uh, the second half of our season. But Ooh. to continue going back to um, NXT for a second, they announced the participants for the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament that is starting this Tuesday. And Ethan, my friend, please give us the names of these eight women. All right, so Metaphors, Jerrica Jackson, Karen Petrofic, I'm staying away from her because she has a sword, uh, Lola Feist, Jai Parker, Izzy Dam, Denny Palmer, Kalani Jordan, speaking of Kalani Jordan, and mm-hmm. the returning Ariana Grace. There we go. Very nice. Santino's daughter is back. She's M- in Mrs. Dax. That's right. That's true. I forgot about that. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Um, there was an outside chance that Jade, uh, that Jade Cargill would be thrown into that, but I think with how they've been pushing her, um, it's clearly she's going straight to the main roster, which I think is great. So we'll see what happens with all that stuff. Uh, but that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble and talk about NXT No Mercy and AEW's Wrestle Dream. Uh, again, uh, my name is Scott. I am uh, the man behind the Twitter. I'm not saying X. I'm not doing it. Don't make me do it. <laughs> of above the ring. Uh, and, of course, my WWE tag team partner, the man in black himself, Ethan. Guys, obviously, you can find us everywhere. We're all over the place, all the streaming platforms. You can find us on Twitter, X. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook. Just search for above the ring. Most importantly, guys, do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Yeah, we'll have a good night. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.